Hey there, guys, gals, and non-binary pals, all of whom are loved and welcomed in this space. Welcome to the newest episode of the Imperial Senate Podcast. I'm your host for the day, Nikki Kumar, and I know you're probably thinking, hey, where's the British guy? Well, Charlie's got the week off, and Claire is currently on the road traveling to her new home, so it is just me today. Or is it? Or is it? (laughs) (laughs) Well, I am lucky enough today to be joined by a guest who you've definitely seen before if you went on a Claude Google image search in the, you know, past year or so. (laughs) This is true. Yep. So uh, everyone at home, please give a warm welcome to the mind behind Creature Cartel and the host of the freshly forged The Mandatorian Creed on the Octo Radio Network, Tori Fox. How are you doing today, Tori? Hello. Oh, what an intro. Thank you. Wow. <laughs> I'm doing great. I'm excited to be here. Yeah, thanks so much for coming. I mean, I wasn't sure exactly what I was going to do this week. As I said, with my with my co-hosts off on a, you know, some of their own business they got to take care of. Um, but I'm glad I got you here again. It is your first time on the show, so so Thank welcome. you. Yeah, I'm. Yeah, you're right. It is my first time. I'm. I'm still. I feel like a substitute teacher or something. You know. Yeah. In a way. Yeah. <laughs> always a weird vibe. I actually worked as a substitute teacher for a little while. Oh, see, I always and, thought about doing that too. Yeah, it's a weird vibe because it's like you're an adult in the room, but you also have like no authority. <laughs> <laughs> like, like you know it. They know it. It's like you're literally just there to make sure nobody like smacks someone. Yeah, yeah. So it's a weird, it's a weird world, man. I I don't know if I want to go back. <laughs> but uh, but yeah. Anyway, you're substitute host, um, and we've got all sorts of cool stuff to talk about. Uh, you know, some some cool announcements happened in the past week, and um, I guess. I, I, like one of the first things I wanted to ask you about, you know, we'll just casually work our way into this. But uh, I was wondering if you have caught the newest sensation on Disney Plus, Falcon and the Winter Soldier, yet? Yes, I just watched it. So you have to forgive me. Um, I watched it. Uh, I normally watch it at like you know four four in the morning or whatever. Oh, so yeah. Yeah. Um, that was the same today. And so I normally miss some things and have to go back and rewatch, and that's fine. <laughs> yeah. But I loved it. I thought it was really good. Off to a great start. I'm mm-hmm. excited. And were you really big into WandaVision oh, as well? Oh, yes. Yeah, was I, that, I, oh, go ahead. Oh, so yeah. Was that like your <laughs> in, most anticipated one? Did you have like a most anticipated? Yes. Yeah. Um, mm-hmm. I'm a big – I've been a big uh, Scarlet Witch and Vision fan, mainly Vision. I just love Vision so much. <laughs> um, so I was very stoked for that show. And I'm also someone who's very into like vintage style and aesthetic and things like that. Mm-hmm. And like just the, the whole way that it was presented was so beautifully done. So this was – like WandaVision for me, like I've accepted that that's probably like as good as it's going to get for me not in a negative way, just like that is going to always probably be like my favorite thing because it's just mm. everything I love smashed together. <laughs> and it's yeah, beautiful. Yeah. 
Um, but yeah, I really liked Falcon and Winter Soldier. Um, I'm excited. I'm, I mean, I don't want to go too much into detail. I, I assume that we're not spoiling. I don't know. I mean, but- I haven't seen it yet, so. <laughs> okay, then I will not say anything. <laughs> at all no but i thought i thought it was a really cool start i'm still very excited for this one um i i think one of the things that i like the most about what we've seen so far in like the television quote-unquote era of the mcu is that it's all kind of quote-unquote side characters or characters that you don't get a ton of and that's awesome to see these characters kind of get their due you know yeah i i definitely feel that as well and it's almost like like they're they they're sort of marketed as shows, but I like don't know if like that's really the best way to look at it. Just like a long like, movie. <laughs> yeah. Like like I don't think we're getting season two of, of Falcon and the Winter Soldier, right? Like it's it's really just like this sort of yeah, a long movie. Yeah. Um, and that's that's really neat. And I think it's it's cool how they're all gonna fit together and how, you know, we look we've looked so far at, you know, phase one, two, three, and they're just movies for the most, I think, for the most part. And now it's like phase four is like, oh, you got a TV, oh, you got a like TV series, a movie, another TV series, and like just the way it's all going to expand. And I think just, you know, having, you know, started with The Mandalorian and, you know, now Marvel is getting its turn and it's like Disney is literally just wearing these gigantic boxing gloves of Star Wars and Marvel and they're just repeatedly like punching us, but in a good way, um, with you know all these stories and you know just ways to highlight the little guy. <laughs> We're not the little guy, but like the ones who don't get their own movies, right? Um, yeah, and they yeah, it's, it. it's I so mean, neat. I'm waiting for the Jimmy Woo Darcy um, uh, show. So we could only be so lucky. I know. I mean, I feel like they're definitely going to show up in further movies, which is good. Mm-hmm. It's a good sign that we'll, we're still seeing them. But yeah, I, I really enjoy the whole um, expanding upon because I always, I always find that like my favorite characters are normally not like the main people. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> so I'm always like, oh, I wish I saw more of that. Um, so yeah, but yeah, definitely with the boxing gloves, that's a great analogy because I feel like <laughs> I'm just getting like punched in the face with great content at all times, and I'm cool. Yeah. With it. Yeah, it's 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 so much fun. And like, you know, speaking of the sort of like side characters, like I have like deep affection for Don Cheadle War Machine. Oh my gosh. And Yes. <laughs> I'm like, I'm gonna be unbearable when his show comes out. I love, <laughs> Oh my gosh. I love him so much. Yeah. I he yeah, he did like he needs it. He it's like way overdue. Yeah. Very excited for it. Yeah, it's it's gonna be great. And you know, if WandaVision is any indicator of, of the quality, then, you know, we're going to be having a good time for the rest of the year. That is for sure. Yeah. I know it wasn't intended to be like the first one. I think Falcon and Winter Soldier was supposed to be first, but with COVID, you know? Yeah. Yeah. Thanks COVID. Um, but I really feel like with WandaVision, that is just like coming in swinging. So. Mm-hmm. Yeah. It's, it's funny you mentioned that. Cause I think if like the world was normal, like we'd be getting, <laughs> Doctor Strange 2, like, now. <laughs> that's Well, yeah, exa- that's yeah. exactly it, too. Yeah, that's the one thing I think that's heartbreaking about it, is that, yeah, because I think WandaVision was supposed to end, and then the movie was supposed to come out, like, right yeah. after. So that's a massive bummer, because, I I mean, like, it's it's really not that big a bummer, because we'll just rewatch it, but can you imagine mm-hmm. being on the high of, like, how it ended, 
and then immediately getting like the next part. Yeah. That's, yeah, it's, it's, it's unreal, but you know, we make do with what we it have. It wasn't meant to be. <laughs> yeah. We'll, we'll work it out. We'll go saunter into theaters, hopefully next <laughs> <Saunter>. year. Um, <laughs> it's just such a good word. I love that. It, it is good. I, I like, and I, I imagine sauntering having a lot of arm movement as well. Like the I swaying kind of arms, like so. when I, when I said it, I kind of like moved my torso, like yeah. kind of like back and forth, like, kind of like a snake. Yeah. Yeah. Like I am. <laughs> anyways we're, we're just like we're just like oddly moving at our laptops <laughs> absolutely 100 percent. that's what i'm doing right now <laughs> there we go perfect well speaking of the world of disney plus we did learn to or this week that on april 2nd in star wars land they're going to be adding a lot of kind of fun random content that i don't think a lot of people would have expected the weirdest content Disney. exactly i can't wait I, oh my God. I don't think anyone really had this like in their minds that this was gonna happen now but yeah tartakovsky clone wars the 2d 2003 um uh, sort of mike i think it was called a micro series yes. um yes. then caravan of courage <laughs> the battle of endor the beloved ewok movies uh the ewok cartoons and then the holiday special cartoon that introduced Boba Fett for Which, the first time. My question is with this, my number one question, where is the rest of the holiday special? Yeah. But I have a theory. Mm-hmm. They're going to release it holiday time. Oh my gosh. I hope they do. Why wouldn't they? Would there, would there be anything that would stop them? Like, I don't think so. I mean, it seems to be a real vibe they're trying to hit because, I mean, we got They've- the Lego Star Wars one. We're going to have the Guardians of the Galaxy holiday special. Yeah, and I mean, like, like that's that's the classic, baby. Like, bring up the classic. And it seems like they want to have something, right? So why not? Yeah. So that's the only thing I can think of is that maybe they're holding back because it would be really cool to, like, release it, you know, or, like, actually on Life Day. Like, that's, like, the best time to release it, I would say, right? Mm -hmm. Um, But, yeah. So I don't know. It's interesting. I really hope that they eventually do put the full holiday special on there because I do watch it multiple times a year. Well, you know, <laughs> I, I hope it's there for you in perfect HD remaster. Thank you, thank you. Maybe that's what's <laughs> taking so long is they have to like you have to like try and fix it up all nice. Yeah, because I mean, I've just I don't actually possess like any. I mean, I don't even know if it's possible to possess a copy. I'm sure there's some out there. Yeah, but my it's YouTube forever. You know. Yeah, and I'm trying to think. That's definitely where I watched it. Just YouTube. Um. So, yeah, I I hope that's the the case and. Even with all of these, I hope they're, you know, cleaned up to a degree that... I mean, can you imagine Caravan of Courage in 4K? <laughs> Do you think that there will be, like, McClunky-style editions? Oh, man. I don't know if I don't know if we're all, like, collectively ready for that. <laughs> I don't know if I would really notice, to be honest, with, like, yeah. the Ewok movies and stuff. I would definitely notice Holiday Special. Mm-hmm. And I kind of hope... Okay, I'm... Not someone that's particularly bothered by the additions to things. And I think it's kind of interesting and funny that anytime that they do kind of like remaster something or re-release it, that there's something different. Like, that's Mm -hmm. kind of funny to me. But I actually don't want them to touch the holiday special at all. (laughs) Like, please don't make the special effects better. Just let it be. (laughs) It's one of those things where it's like, I guess people would make the same claim about, say, the original trilogy. But, like, I think the, the magic of it is just how, like a product of its time it is right like you know you i I can't imagine it being 
like uh at least like say visual effects like upgraded like it, i feel like it would eliminate some of the charm specifically for the holiday special oh totally yeah, yeah. a large portion of that is just what am i looking at yeah what i mean <laughs> the one where he like i think mean, it's a lumpy like puts on the like are you gonna talk about mermea right now because i love mermea <laughs> I, I, th- I guess I am. I don't know the names well enough. You want to hear a secret? I find you adorable. That was, <laughs> that was to the audience. I'm not being weird with you, <laughs> Nikki. <laughs> oh, man. She's great. <sighs> yeah. Yeah. It's it's just good stuff. Um, so I, I hope, I hope you know, we get to watch it all soon. Because the cartoon is fun enough. But, you know, just give us the whole thing. Give us the whole thing. Um, and of course, you are, you're not one of these people clowning on Boba Fett. You're an OG Boba Fett fan. This is, the, this is true. These this are is fun, fundamental fact. Fundamental. So, how do you feel about his debut cartoon, specifically oh. at least being on? Oh, I love it. I, okay, yep. so story time. So, I was just growing up big Boba Fett fan. I think I kind of inherited it from my dad. My dad really liked Boba Fett, but um I've, you know, I always bring up Star Wars weekends, whatever. I always like try to be like, sorry, I'm gonna bring up Star Wars weekends right now. But like I went to that a lot as a kid and Boba Fett was there. And mm-hmm. so like meeting him, like I just very obsessed with Boba Fett and my whole family was kind of the same way. Um I actually didn't watch the holiday special till high school. Mm-hmm. Um, but when I did, I was like, oh my god, wait, what? And then I was like, wait, this is like the first time you ever see him. And I love it. I love it so much. Um, I love his little his little friend that he rides on, his little like dinosaur, I forget what it's called, friend. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, and you know, the the fun the fun little like pulse rifle that they're calling it now, I guess. Right, um, right. Yeah. I thought it very cool. Very, very cool. And I love the color scheme too. And I know that it's cartoony, so it's not very, you know, like clearly that's not how they were going to translate it in real life, but I really enjoy what like the colors of his suit are. And I definitely mm-hmm. will buy anything with that on it. So yeah. Didn't they, <laughs> did, didn't galaxy's edge like do a like plush of it oh recently? God, yes. And I happen to get one and I'm so happy. It's, <sighs> it sits on my mantle. What a win. I'm so happy. It's the best. Yeah. And I have like, I know I was Star Wars Celebration, Chicago. They did, they actually did like a bunch, like, I mean, I say a bunch, but a bunch, I guess, relatively speaking of like holiday special stuff because I got, they had like a lunchbox with Boba Fett on it. Mm -hmm. Uh, And then they also did, which I didn't get one, which was such a bummer, but this, it it was like the lounge fly slash Funko booth that you had to wait all day for to get a thing. Well, to maybe get a thing. So I was like, well, I'm not going to try too hard on that. But they had, it was a holiday special Boba Fett backpack. Oh, wow. Yeah. I bet, I bet that's going on eBay. Probably. Now I'm going to look it up and probably be like, "Mm, should I buy this? Yeah. (laughs) Yeah. That's, uh, that'd be, that, that's legit. I always love when they, you know, throw out some, uh, some just wild merch. The weird stuff like, is the, the best. <laughs> yeah. Oh, I'm like a sucker for, I like hardly ever buy, I'm not a big t-shirt person. If there's like a really cool t-shirt, I'll buy it. Um, like I got the, the Windu City one cause that's just really mm-hmm. funny. Um, but I'm so into the weird like home goods and things like that. Like I have the salacious crumb wall clock. I have the, the Darth Maul salt, salt and pepper shakers. Yeah. Like that's, <laughs> that's the stuff that I go for. Right, right. 
<laughs> yeah, that's that's always it always adds just like that extra element of like the daily lifeness to it. Yeah, it's just yeah, yeah, it makes you so happy. Yeah. They're pretty pretty special. I think one of my favorite like nerd daily life things was somebody had a like a salt and pepper shaker pair that was Saruman and Gandalf. So like the pepper was oh, Gandalf. Stop. It's actually really good. I don't yeah. think I've seen that. That's amazing. Was, oh my god. I was so jelly that I did not ha- own that myself. Um but oh, yeah, it's, wow. it's always, you know, just these like simple things that are that are super fun. Absolutely. Um but going back to some of these things on Disney Plus, um I know I'm particularly excited to sort of re-experience the Tartakovsky Clone Wars series. Was that a big piece of, um, like, when that released, was that a big thing for you? Were you, like, into that stuff oh, back in 03? Oh, yes. I was very into that. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. I mean, 03. I was probably, like, I don't know, seven or eight or something like that. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. My brother and I watched it all the time. Um, I love. I just love the animation style. It's just so cool. Um, and I honestly, like, and I it, <sighs> question whether this is, you know morally correct definitely it, the whole thing's on youtube y'all like i I watch <laughs> it on occasion because yeah. that's like the only place that i can really find it i think mm-hmm. i mean from what i've like, like to watch um obviously now it'll be on disney plus and it'll probably be way nicer but yeah so i actually just watched some of it the other day because i was like oh, i just feel like i need to get in the mood now yeah. um but they're just such fun little bite-sized moments and it's it's cool to watch all the way through because it's only about an hour i think for mm-hmm. each like yeah season or is it season they I have it I'm was not a sure weird release it is seasons or what whatever it is there's two yeah. sections <laughs> yeah and they're all i think they're only like an hour each so yeah i remember it being kind of like an odd release schedule because i think it was like was it like 20 episodes was like the first chunk or something like that and then and those were all up. quite small except for the grievous finale of, of like part one. And then, then I think when it came back and you had like in going like closer to revenge of the Sith, they, the episodes got a bit longer and there were fewer of them. Okay. So there's three seasons. I'm looking this up right now. If that's cool. Here we <laughs> go. Three seasons. Season one has 10 episodes, season two, 10 episodes, season three, five episodes. Okay. So, th- so they split up that first 20. I didn't, I didn't mm-hmm. remember that. Yeah. Um, Okay. Yeah, it was I remember one of like the funniest things when it came out cuz I didn't know. Again, like I was yeah, like 9 or 10 or something. Um so a dumb kid essentially. <laughs> um and I didn't know what this was going to be. All I knew was I'm watching it. And we were going I remember our family was going to sort of like a friend's party the night it was premiering. And I was like no. Like, I can't go. I'm sorry. <laughs> I like, or at least I need it recorded. I need it, and you know, this is oh, the, the day. age of recording. Yeah, yeah. Oh. This is this is the day of put the VHS in, right? Oh, <laughs> and, yes. And we're gonna record this when it comes on. Um, so, and I think also to my memory, they didn't properly tell us what time it was coming on. Um, like the first. Or maybe they didn't. I'm again just a dumb kid, but no, I'm trying to think. I I remember it being kind of weird and kind of yeah. like like unsure because they were only like what 15 minutes or something each. Like they were small. 
I want to say it was even shorter. It was like three minutes. Yeah, maybe it was. I don't know. Yeah. So like, so really, when you think about like, like airtime and stuff, like yeah, I don't even like, know. Like, how do you do that? Like, I don't know. It I, I remember it. Yeah, I, well, exactly. Yeah, yeah. I, I, I don't remember it being like a right. Like it didn't have its own hour or whatever. Yeah. So anyway, like my whole fi- my like whole family was at the door like saying like we're late we need to go and i'm like sitting here like no i'm pressing record when this starts and then it started and i was like oh thank god and i hit record and then it was over in like two minutes <laughs> and i was like that was it okay i guess i'm going guess we'll now <laughs> next week. oh my yeah. gosh that's so funny <laughs> yeah it was just i just remembered the like the shock and like confusion of something that like small just being on tv and i was like well okay small but I guess. powerful indeed that first that first episode's pretty cool you know all the the ships taken off from coruscant and oh i that- love oh that uh, so when i rewatched last night because the one that i watch on youtube um it just plays them all through it doesn't really like separate them mm-hmm. so it's just like one giant continuous thing which is kind of fun but so that I I rewatched the first episode and just that whole scene that you're talking about with them like taking off on the ships and then Padme like puts her hand up to like the glass and Anakin like that's such an iconic and they're like like I guess because I was like oh I forgot how cool this is yeah yeah I love the the reflection of the ship and then it like turns and like zooms off that's so cool yeah there's there's like just really cool artistry throughout that whole series and and it's something I also like by no fault of the series i have like a bit of tension with <laughs> because it is i've had like had to sort of semi debate other people when they they point to like this series as um like being what star wars should be compared to the 3d clone wars and i'm like well that's i'm like i don't, rude. I don't agree i don't agree <laughs> I'm just like I think I think this is like the perfect legends material because you know it's like the, the like hyper stylized sort of um like a I, I don't know the right word like reimagining of of yeah. Star Wars yeah, and, and then, it's very like over the top. It's very dramatic, yeah. very over the top. Yeah. yeah, I agree. I feel like when you're watching the two D one, it's very like. Like, like, I mean, you're saying legends in respect to like, but it really is like you're like you're watching like a story or like a legend that someone's like telling you that's like definitely like exaggerated and wild. Yeah. And <laughs> I think I think the perfect example is the Mace Windu episode where he's like, you know, punches a million droids. <laughs> um, I watched that one last night. Yeah, where yeah. he just like pu- he just like knocks everything back right. or whatever like, it, at once. <laughs> it's amazing. And the way I see it is that's the version that kid went and told his friends, right? Like, like he, that's what he experienced. Yeah, the kid, the <laughs> kid that's like yeah, watching the, this whole thing. The go down, yeah. The, yeah, the kid in the episode. And like, I feel like that just so perfectly encapsulates the Legends vibe. And yeah. And I think like, again, part of like why, again, like no fault of this show like why I sometimes I'm like, uh, that's, that's just, that stuff's just legends because like people will use the like over the top action and like expect that out of Luke and like on crate. 
right? Like they're like, oh, he should be like flipping all over the walkers and like slice them up. I'm like, uh, no, yeah. no, he should not. He should not be doing that. Yeah. <laughs> like that's that's silly. <laughs> You're not gonna be doing that. Sense. Yeah. yeah. Oh, uh, so like. It's it's been like a point uh, where sometimes I have to like roll my eyes at people who like hype this show up too much, but then I try to like stop worrying about other people and remember I also loved this show when it came out. Like it was it was so awesome. Like these are the first clones I fell in love with the the Arc Trooper episode. Yeah, like, yeah. This I really oh go ahead. Oh yeah, yeah. No, I'm just gonna say like these are. I just remember watching that one and like the no dialogue, the hand signals, like I was like, oh dang, this is this is like the clone army. Like, you know, we we just seen Attack of the Clones and you know, the clones are cool when they're in action and you know, especially that shot of them like shooting through the like dust storm after the ship falls. Um like it was it was all really cool, but this was like you're like really seeing them in action, like in a in a whole new way and these this like elite unit and stuff so i i just really love you know that sort of early section in in particular yeah i mean it's really it really laid so much of the groundwork for the for the 3d one in that respect like actually paying attention to the clones and then in what in rewatching it the other night like thinking about um, seeing other Jedi and like just just I, again you know I love I love the world building I love hearing about kind of like quote-unquote side characters so you know seeing like you know Barra Sophie and Luminara getting kyber crystals or like what like that stuff is so cool mm-hmm. and that really is kind of what I mean yes there's the larger story with Ahsoka and Anakin and all that but I mean the 3D the 3D Clone Wars is also much of the same, kind of giving smaller characters more of a spotlight. I love that. Yeah, yeah, exactly. And and I think like the the crystals and stuff, like that's another perfect example of of why this is such a good like example of legends because because they did take things like Ilum, right? And yeah, and the, yeah. And the arcs, and I think even now, just there are just like straight up references, like. Um, I'm I, I'm struggling to think which one it is, but I know something like straight up. Men- oh, it, I think it's Catalyst. The novel like talks about the Battle of Hypori, which is the the grievous reveal episode. Um, yeah. So there's all sorts of like just little nuggets that you can you can grab, and I think that's why it's so cool, and that's why it's still sort of you know stood the test of time as well. Um, but yeah, no, I'm I'm really excited to watch that again, and there's going to be so many people who like haven't seen it yet yeah (laughs) it's exciting to yeah yeah, it's exciting that all this new stuff that they're bringing is going to introduce people to to things they hadn't seen before it's very cool yeah it's it's going to be almost like re-experiencing it so i'm excited for that and i i i think another just like super fond memory i have is at the end of season one I i don't know if you remember this but they put out a poll of like which jedi should be in the show no. or maybe maybe this wasn't like at the end because i they had to animate it of course <laughs> or, or maybe they animated all three i don't know but they they showed three random jedi and they're like we're gonna put one of these in the show whoever wins the the poll okay. and they didn't release the results until the episode came out so i remember looking through and i remember voting for the guy who looked like the werewolf yeah <laughs> right 
my man Volvif Mon. <laughs> um, and then, of course, he won the poll, and he was in that last episode, Slicing and Dicing, and it was so cool. And then, to further sweeten the deal, in the finale of the the part, or the last part, or maybe not the finale, but like the last few episodes, they took the other two Jedi that didn't win the poll. And they put them in there. Put them in. So That's we amazing. got them all eventually. But I yeah. want to see like specifically who these people are now. I have to like look. Yeah, I know. Um, Volvif Mon is one. Then, well, of course, I of course we know who that is because absolutely. How could you not? Like, absolutely. And then Roran Korob. <laughs> I've had this on the mind. That's the only reason why <laughs> I know like, I'm able to pull this out. I'm this is information. Notes. I'm taking this, notes. Yeah, this is information no like stable human should be able to just pull at any. <laughs> no, that's time. super fine. But. Yeah, Rohan Korob is, I believe, the Ithorian. But I don't know the last guy's name. Um, but yeah, it was just... That level of engagement is just another like fun aspect to, to what this show was when it came out. Just simpler time. Mm-hmm. I feel Star like Wars if they time. did something like that today, it would just get really ugly with like who you wanted to be in the thing. Like It would just get... Oh, yeah. like Really bad. People would feel insulted. <laughs> their things didn't win i'm sure um but let's see i think there's one other particular piece of news that goes hand in hand with tartakov's <gasps> clone wars is it dirge time it's time to express our urge for dirge our urge for dirge <laughs> oh man yes the the crazy i don't even know what species he is bounty hunter from on, i'm gonna look it up now. there we go we're doing I'm the looking research it up. we're looking it up but you'll you'll know him if you saw him. If you watch the Clone Wars, you'll know him. You'll know he's got some weird abilities. But he's got a cool look. He rides a bike. He jousts. <laughs> he, yeah, like that's the biggest takeaway is that he jousts. He's a he's a Jendai. A Jendai. There we go. Jendai. Yeah. So the Jendai bounty hunter himself is back in the War of the Bounty Hunters. Jendai. Oh. I don't know. Sorry. Whichever. I'm not sure. You know. <laughs> Might have had it wrong, but we'll we'll. F- We'll let the, because uh, he's going to be canon now, we'll, say, yeah, we'll let someone just, official yeah, uh, let us know. Correct. But yeah, the jousting is like, the I think the most vivid memory I have of that cartoon, because I mean, was, I was and I still am such a big, like, like my family went to the Renaissance Fair every year. Like I'm such a yeah, big, yeah. I'm such a big like Renaissance medieval, like I was very fascinated with that kind of stuff as a kid. So the jousting check and then dirge's look in general is very like knightly looking yeah it's it's definitely just a cool sort of um like suit of armor know, <laughs> yeah yeah and, and the way they sort of like synthesize all that in like inspiration into the one character right <laughs> so cool yeah and i i just remember like <laughs> again in the show and when he like mounts up with all the like I guess like they're kind of like IG droids. Yeah, they look like they're all IGs. Yeah, yeah. And, and they all have all their like, own little bikes. Like, oh, so man. cool. And then the clones joust too. <laughs> it's it's amazing. I they like, have a jousting division. <laughs> I, I need for that to be brought back in some capacity. Like, oh, man. I don't know. Maybe we'll get. Maybe we'll get. Let's let's try and campaign for some jousting in the Bad Batch or something. Like I don't know. Dude, yes, we're, absolutely. We're, we're missing jousting. Yeah, another another fun like kid mind thing that i didn't put together was was in that scene there is of course 
the Obi-Wan wearing the clone armor with the robes, right? Yeah. Um, well, again, Kid Brain Me did not put together that it was Obi-Wan. I was like, oh, that's just a cool-looking clone, jousting, <laughs> right? And I remember being like, I remember being like when him and Dirge were going head-to-head, I was, yeah, I was going to be like, man, I bet they're going to kill the cool-looking clone. And then his head helmet flew off. I'm like, dang it, I knew they killed him. I knew they would do that. And then it cuts to Obi-Wan. I was like, oh, it was Obi-Wan the whole time. <laughs> oh my gosh, that's beautiful. I yeah. love that for Man, again, just what a what a crazy time to to be a fan. Just weird weirdness. I I always like try to explain I have some friends who like only really got into it when Disney acquired and the new movies were coming out. I just trying to explain like pre-Disney fandom <laughs> is like so weird. Like like my first celebration was the one right before um the Disney uh sale. Yeah. And like I, I we went to a panel of the Clone Wars cast and the room wasn't full. Like we that just we just so strolled wild. in. Like oh. it was it's so weird. Like it, just the weirdest things and and it's it's so odd to think back and you know, when we live in this time of like, here's 15 shows that are going to be on our streaming platform. And just to think of like how little it used to feel. Um, yeah. I mean, what a time to be alive. And yeah, I mean, I went to, I went to the one, I went to two Star Wars celebrations in high school and that was prior to the Disney buy. But mm-hmm. like, just to think about not not that there's not any reason for it to survive, but like just to think about how this fandom survived and thrived like before that and just continued on all those years, <laughs> yeah. you know, in between the original trilogy and prequel, and then in between prequel and sequel, like it's so interesting. It really is, and I think even thinking about you know those old celebrations, um, they almost in a weird way like lived up to the name more because you were i guess like i remember like my the last that first celebration i went to the future of star wars was next season of clone wars and some 3d movies right and like that was it like that was it as far as we knew yeah and and i feel like back then when there wasn't like this like now celebration to its amazing credit and it's always an amazing experience so much of celebration now is what's going to be announced. Yeah, it's like right? reveals. Yeah. What's the trailer? What's and, the blah, blah, yep. blah. Yeah. And, but back then I feel like we were really more there to just celebrate Star Wars. Like it, it was almost just like so simple. Yeah. It was <laughs> so simple. It, You're right. It was a, it yeah. was a way simpler time for sure. Yeah. For sure. So, I mean, it's, it's great now, of course we love everything that's coming. And again, they're punching us with the glove. <laughs> um, but <laughs> But yeah, it's just it's weird. The simplicity of it is 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 so weird. Um, but yeah, back to dirge. Back How to dirge. You... <laughs> yeah, what are, there we go. That's <laughs> as as all conversations should segue. Uh, well, how do you feel about him coming in in this in this comic run, which I confess I, I've not kept up with. I live for them bringing back things that you like were like oh i'm never gonna see this again or things that were from like you know old canon or whatever like i just live for that i think it's so fun and exciting anytime they do um 
I'm excited about him being just existing again, kind of in everything. What I will say is, is I've definitely kind of fallen off on my comic viewing as well, just mm. cause like, <laughs> you know, money and all that. But, um, cause I just, I'll buy all the comics. It's so yeah. bad, but, <laughs> um, for real. Um, but so, uh, I'm, I'm excited, but what I will say is, is I, I was not aware that he was previously in like legends comics. Mm-hmm. And I, I, someone posted like a, it was a, you know, a picture of one of the pages and it was him just being like, which I mean, makes sense. Him just being like, I'm going to kill everyone or whatever. But he like specifically singled out Gungans and I was like, this hurts. Oh no. Like, I wish that, I wish that in my mind, I just think of <laughs> 2D, 2D <laughs> animation dirt. I don't know anything about that guy. I don't know that man. Yeah, <laughs> I, 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 think I had like, no idea. I think the like iconic image I have of him from the old comics is the one. I think it's Obi Wan, but he's like stepping on Obi Wan in a puddle. That's that's what it is. That's the that's the thing that the per- that the person posted. But like the, yeah. the the speech bubble was him being like, "I'm gonna kill all the Gungans and I'm gonna kill you know like all the like." And I was like, "Oh my gosh!" Like I wow. I mean, like <laughs> <You> it, <laughs> is it like surprising? No, but yeah. I I don't know. I have not read those comics and I had no idea. And this was yeah. after I was like, "Wow, I'm so excited!" Dirge is back. I'm like, "Oh man, this guy's kind of intense." Yeah, um, I th- I think they gave him. I don't know to what degree, but I think they did give him a bit of a, like, a player role in, like, the Clone Wars wider sort yeah. of storytelling. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, his story yeah. is, like, super interesting, you know? Mm-hmm. Bounty Hunter turned Separatist, like, leader. Yeah. Weird. Yeah, it's it's a crazy vibe. Like, him and, like, Ventress were, like, you know, the... Ventress the is so good in that animated series. Oh, my God. I yeah. mean, she's good everywhere, but... She, man, she was Which so I, cool. I believe uh, Dooku Jedi Lost sort of canonized that Rat Attack um, story. Like her, her yeah, reveal. Yeah, I think so. Yeah. It's been a while since I listened to it and watched the cartoon, like in the same general time frame, but I think mm-hmm. yes. Yeah. But so, oh, she's so cool. Yeah. It, again, she just. Throws off her cloak for the first time. <laughs> you see her for the first time. Yep. The, yep. the drama. The drama. So many vibes out of that show. And of course, Grievous. We didn't even really talk about that. Of course, Grievous. Oh my gosh. He had his like huge debut. Which Um, is so neat. Yeah. That it was in like a little thing like that, you know? Yeah. And it it was such a like cool reveal of um, just this new villain. And I I understand (laughs) people were maybe disappointed (laughs) when he was spinning around doing all sorts of crazy stuff and then you see him in the movie and he's literally coughing. Like, I get it. I know you wanted Murderbot, but all Grievouses are beautiful in this space. <laughs> <laughs> I really, yes, we love Grievous here. Feels good. <laughs> I'm, like, I'm like pulling down my glasses and looking like from under them at Alden right now. <laughs> Alden, if you're listening. Yep. We, 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 know, we know what you're doing. <laughs> for those We've who are unaware, Alden apparently does not like General Grievous that much, which is least favorite Star Wars character. Okay, here's the thing with that. Okay, we're just gonna just for two seconds. I'm just gonna say I cannot <laughs> believe that that's your least favorite. Like out of everyone that ever exists, 
Like, yeah, just I mean, on style points alone, he should at least be, like, not, like, middle of the pack, right? He's like, got a cape, right? He's got like, a cape? Like, I don't know. I can't believe makes that. Him better. <laughs> yeah. I can't believe that's the least favorite, but okay. Yeah, well, that's, that's something that deserves a whole hour to interrogate. <laughs> <laughs> well, make, An intervention make, episode? Yeah, make, some people need to answer. For, for their thoughts. I hope he doesn't listen to this. I'm going to invite him onto my show and then I'm not going to tell him. I'm going to tell him it's something else, but then I'm just mm-hmm. going to talk to him about General Grievous for an hour. Yeah. 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 That's, that's, that's how it's got to be. Um, anyway, spe- speaking of random characters, <laughs> we also had Hasbro releasing a new wave of Black Series figures that come from <laughs> the classic books and comics that people know and love. Oh my goodness. In- Including Crimson Empire's Carnor Jax, heir to the Empire Sleeveless Luke, a buff shirtless Sith Apprentice Maul from his old comic run, and wildly enough, from Star Wars Adventures, Jackson <laughs> in Black Series form. What a um, time to be alive. Yeah. You know, these are things where it's like, I want it, but I'm also mad. Because they still have not given me Rise of Skywalker Poe. Or Finn, for that matter. Yeah, I. it's weird to me that... I mean, it's cool. Again, I like when they bring up like old things or whatever. It's fun. Because I think that's such a niche thing. And there are definitely people out there that want to see it. So I'm always happy for those people. Um, but yeah, it's weird to me that they're... like they. I really feel like the like Rise of Skywalker merchandising was like... <laughs> Like, like, where is it? Um, yeah. So, yeah, that's very interesting. <laughs> yeah, I mean, it's it was a, like that movie in particular was a really sort of dark awakening for the reality of like the action figure world. <laughs> like, it didn't even get a three and three quarter line, like at all. Um. So it's it's just weird. It's weird that they wouldn't like even just do the main characters. But maybe that's something we'll get in ten years. Maybe we'll all be. <laughs> We'll all be like old. We'll be and like, like, oh, punch- finally! Yeah, we'll be punching each other in the target yeah. aisles. Exactly. Getting it as soon as it comes uh, out. So, of these four that they showed, was there one in particular that partic- you know got you going? I'm not thinking? gonna lie, no. Like, I don't. <laughs> I here's the thing: is I am not as like invested, nor do I know a ton about those stories. To be quite mm. frank, um, I think that um, Carnors is like really cool. I kind of know a little about them, but I I like like aesthetically I think they look cool. But um yeah, I don't know. I no one that I'm like super attached to. I will say I find Jackson kind of like I don't know, he makes me uncomfortable. Off putting. Yeah. I feel like they didn't so, get the color right. Of that's him. true, actually. I don't even know a lot about him, but I was kinda like, hmm, that's an interesting yeah, I, I'll also say like I don't think I I don't know a single thing about him either, apart from that he's literally a rabbit. That he's weird. Yeah, but but yeah, like just looking at the pictures, I was like that. It almost looks like they went a little too yellow with uh, or like too gold with his head compared to like the artwork. So I was like, eh. Hopefully, I mean, hopefully someone likes it. You know. Yeah, I'm sure there's someone out there that is. Yeah. I mean, I've seen there's like a there. I've seen people. Yeah, on the internet, they are. All about that guy, and I'm so happy for them. Really, truly. Yeah. Call me when the Size Noodles Black Series is out. <laughs> there we go. I will be there. Actually, on that line of thought, I was gonna, I was gonna ask you: 
are like using using this sort of theme that they've gone with for these four are there like any specific like book comic characters that you would want to see them do this for it can be as random or as book or comic oh uh sorry now i'm trying to like <laughs> think about it honestly and this would never happen i think one of my favorite books is the canto bite like collection of stories because it's just oh, so, yeah. so weird and random and just i love it um i would love to see anyone from that book because they're all just you know <laughs> people that you would never ever see anything of so i guess i'd probably yeah. that'd probably be my top choice because i think that would just be really fun to see like those aliens and people um in that form um mm-hmm. but god i'm trying to think oh because I, I feel like most of the characters I like might be in books, but they they're almost always transfer over to other yeah forms of media. So yeah, yeah. I, I think, think that's my answer. <laughs> I think like for me, I would pr- the only one I can like probably think about is maybe like the Alphabet Squadron group. Yeah, I think they, they would make some cool figures. Um, but yeah, you never, they you definitely never know. would. Yeah, you never know what they might do eventually. You know, Heir to the Empire came out like thirty years ago, so it's like maybe in thirty years we'll get our here. We are, I guess. <laughs> yeah. What? Well. What is that? It's late. <laughs> yep. It's so late. Oh man. Anyway, well that that was some exciting news on the toy front, I suppose. But um, you know what? Let's let's talk a little bit about you. Oh. Now that you're here. Oh no. Um. So I wanted to know what sort of like. What really? Because you, your first project, I think, was the the creature cartels uh, or creature cartel um, brand, right? Yeah, you mean like in terms of what? Like, uh, yeah, it's <laughs> is that like your first know. big like project that you, you I, did? Kind of, yeah. I mean, I've been like making stuff for a really long time, um, like personally and professionally, and then mm-hmm. this was just kind of the shop was kind of a. It started with a necklace that I made the Japor snippet for some friends uh, at Star Wars Celebration to bring them. And they kept telling me that they kept getting compliments and where can they get it and all of that. So I made a storefront on the internet just in case someone wanted it. And then a couple people bought it. Um, but really the events of the last year with COVID where I um, was furloughed and then my job was pretty unsafe. So I um, left the job. Um, it's just been kind of a means of survival at this point. <laughs> yeah. and So, yeah. I mean, it's it's great that, I mean, it, not great that you, it, in terms of means of survival, but like, it is also, I guess there's probably some satisfaction that you're, you're able to like support yourself off of a passion project, right? Yeah. I mean, it's been amazing. It's been so much more well-received than I could have ever hoped. And I mean, um, I definitely am looking forward to, you know, getting vaccinated and, and feeling safe enough to get kind of like a more, I guess, official job, if that makes sense. But Mm -hmm. um, I, this has been, yeah, the reception has just been wild. I think considering I started this with zero plan, um, I probably would have never done this on my own if it wasn't for the situation, basically, is what I was Uh saying, you know? So I think considering I didn't have a plan, I didn't really have any idea what I was doing initially, I think things have gone really well. (laughs) And I'm really grateful for that. Yeah, I mean, it's a testament to like, the weird like fate of life right like sometimes we're pushed into like it's so true good things right like we don't we don't really know um but yeah have you always had this like 
sort of thing about like seeing something on screen and then saying, I need that and I'm going to make that? Uh, yes. Um, in a manner of speaking, yes. Yeah. I, I, for as long as I can remember, I've, I've been making things and for most of that time, not well, but <laughs> eventually got a little bit of skill. <laughs> mm. Um, but yeah, I've definitely been a like do it myself. Um, I would like to make this prop or I would like to have this thing kind of person. And so the shop is definitely just an extension of that. I, um, really enjoy inspired like fashion and jewelry and accessories and things like that. I enjoy things that are more on the subtle side. So yeah, the shop is essentially me recognizing that there is a section of our fandom that feels the way I do about fashion and Mm -hmm. wants to have things that are very reminiscent of a character they like, but don't want to have something that's like a t-shirt. Yeah, yeah. Not that there's anything wrong with t-shirts, but I'm just not a big t-shirt person. <laughs> right, right. Um, Target is just beating the desk at how upset they are to hear you got a t-shirt Oh, person. I know. It's fine. <laughs> Again, I have a few. I have quite a few, actually. But just in a general sense, it's like it has yeah. to be really cool for me to go there, you know? So so would you say, like, um, you're you, you're more towards the, like, sort of interpretation of a character when it comes to like dressing it like cosplay versus like a screen accurate like costume cosplay yeah i mean i've done a couple screen accurate cosplays and those have been really fun um and i really enjoy making props and things like that that are screen accurate whether they're just to like have for myself or i've, I've done some commissions for people but um I say I would say yeah my favorite some of the my favorite things that I've done have been interpretations of things mm-hmm. or like pulling design inspiration from things so pretty much everything in my shop there's a couple things that are maybe more of like a quote unquote like pretty close to a replica um but a lot of things are me looking at a character and thinking to myself okay what makes this outfit iconic or what makes this when you think of this character like what is a piece of them that is very prominent and would um kind of elicit a thought of them if someone looked at this you know what i mean right right um but yeah and like a lot of my i think i would say like my favorite cosplays and things have always been like i do i've done a quite a few weird um Star Wars alien outfits <laughs> that have been inspired by aliens in Star Wars and I'll, you know, take a dress that's maybe a little more um like a, more of like a high fashion dress and like paint it or or add something to it or make a hat or whatever. So mm-hmm. <laughs> those are my favorite, I think. Yeah. And I think that, you know, that sort of fits back into what we were talking earlier about the the merchandise be like and the ones that are more like the you know just the everyday life kind of things, right? Um, but like the the salacious crumb clock you were me- mentioning, right? <laughs> yes. Um, so yeah, it, it's it's a very it's a cool vibe, you know, just to, to sort of casually embrace Star Wars, right? Like <laughs> you know, you can you can go out, um, you know, into the you know go shopping or something, and you know you probably get more looks if you were shopping in full cosplay, but <laughs> you can you know you can still rep that world rep that character just a little more casually yeah exactly exactly i mean don't get it twisted though like i have an actual i have like actual alien heads in my house so like i I contain multitudes yeah (laughs) i am both subtle and unsubtle (laughs) you know that that's what that's what it's about you gotta you gotta mix it up when you need to uh so i guess also like the the newest thing for you now is the mandatorian creed 
that you just you yes, just kicked off. Yes. So like what what sort of inspired you to to make a, a podcast? I mean really it was all then being like, Hey, do you want a podcast? <laughs> I said, I want to get a microphone in front of you. (laughs) Well, he kind of, well, he kind of, so he kind of had, we had talked about it a little bit and I was like, ah, I guess like I, like I've been kind of a regular before on podcasts, like not maybe a main member, if that makes sense, but I definitely have done podcasts before where I've been kind of like a recurring person on there or, you know, and I've guested on a bunch since then. Um, and it's been amazing and fun every time. I always meet really cool people, always have such a good time. And so um, Alden kind of asked me and I was like, I'm not, I don't know. But I made a thread on Twitter one day as I do like every other month or whatever about Star Wars weekends. And I was like, man, maybe I should just, maybe I should think about putting together a project or something of that nature to talk about Star Wars weekends. And so that Alden kind of jumped in again and was like, hey, you know what you could do? And I was like, okay. <laughs> So that was kind of the beginning of it all. Mm-hmm. Um, the podcast, clearly I can't just podcast about Star Wars weekends until the end of time. I mean, I could try, but I think <laughs> you would run out of content eventually. Um, maybe, maybe. Yeah, yeah. So um, my first series is um, – it's going to be halfway out. Yeah, yeah. The next episode, it'll be like almost halfway out. Um, again, it does focus on Star Wars weekends. Um, and it's just kind of like a – I wanted to appreciate. I wanted to appreciate it. I wanted to just really reminisce and show so much love for it, um, while simultaneously presenting a lot of facts and things and just kind of information for anybody who wasn't able to go. Because I get that all the time. People are always like, "Oh, I wish I could have gone. I wish I could have known like what it was like to go." So I'm trying to like give that to people. Um, but it's been great. And, you know, I, I, I think I've already like accomplished my purpose because I've, I've received, I received a message from someone who was a performer, um, in one of the shows that we talked about in my most recent episode with um, uh-huh. sky talkers. And he said, I was in that show and like, it meant so much to hear about this. So I was like, okay, what if one person who worked the event knows how much it meant to us, then that's cool. That, yeah, that, that I think is always like such a, like a meaningful step, right? Like, it feels so good. I'm so happy. Yeah. But so I am doing that. And then after that, I will be on to my next series. I basically, I'm someone who enjoys, I guess, essentially assigning myself book reports (laughs) in a way. Okay. Um, like I really enjoy, analyzing things, learning about things, looking at things. So my focus for the show at this point anyway is to do small little limited series on different topics. Yeah. So so, so weekends was the first one and then you're going to be exploring new topics yeah. for, for the future stuff. All right. And do you have that? You don't, you of course don't have to reveal your cards, but do you have like those things planned out already? Um, I have, yeah. I mean, I have a, I have a running list of things that I will eventually get to. Um, I think I've almost decided on the next one. I won't say it just yet, but, um, some of the things include, I really, I really want to, um, some of them I'm saving for when I feel like I've like got the hang of it more. <laughs> yeah. But I really want to do a series on, you know, Padme's outfits because that's such a big source of inspiration for myself. Mm-hmm. And I know many other artists and, and fans. Um, I really want to talk about um, uh, kind of lightsabers and just like the general like kind of idea of them, but also um, design and things like that. 
Um, also, I definitely want to do a holiday special one, but I'm like, <laughs> I wanted honestly, I was like, I'm gonna do that next, but I was like, no, I should wait until it's actually like holiday time. <laughs> yeah, that'd be, so that'd these be great. Are a few of the things yeah. that I have planned that I'm looking forward to. So, but I have Perfect. a massive list. So, <laughs> get yeah, ready. Well, you know, a plan is a plan in place is the hardest part. <laughs> you know, so you've already you've already Correct. accomplished that much. <laughs> Um, but yeah, awesome. And I think just to help our fine listeners get to know you a little bit better, Mm-mm. I've got a game <laughs> of Star Wars Would You Rather. Oh, now, wow. I'm excited, actually. Wow. There we go. So there's this isn't this doesn't need to be like a, a fire rapid answer. You can take some time to think about it if you okay, want. Okay, good. Now, some of them will be challenging. That's going to happen. It's going to take right. a while for me then. I'm sorry. <laughs> no, that's fine. That's fine. Okay. So the first one is would you rather wear Boba Fett's armor and fly around in his jetpack or have Cobb Vance hair? Okay, it's gonna be Boba Fett's armor for me. That was yeah. actually a pretty easy one. Okay. No, yeah, start out, start out easy. I really enjoy Cobb Vance hair, but I don't think that would look good on me. That's that's totally fair. And you so, are the OG Boba Fett yes. Boba Fett fan, so Yeah, I also want totally to I if I if it was like run your fingers through Cobb Vance hair Maybe I would do that one. Okay, but <laughs> so something a little less permanent, but you'd still like en- enjoy enjoy the hair for its presence. I'm crushing on Cobb Vance big time. Got it. All right. Well, let's let's <laughs> let's up the stakes a little bit. Okay. Would you rather play beer pong with Dexter Jetster, or have a quiet weekend getaway with Darth Maul? Oh no! Did you make the? When did you make these questions? Is this like? like- Based I on the this, things like, I like. Maybe. This but, is like the hardest. Did, this is very hard, actually. I, I'm like tearing up right now. I did this like <laughs> before we started recording. Oh my <laughs> I was just, god. I was okay. trying to think like, what's no, your Twitter presence? No, these are so good. <laughs> I mean, you're nailing it and it's very hard. Oh my god. Okay, so wait. I'm sorry. Repeat. So beer pong with Dexter Jetster or yes. a weekend getaway with Dark Maul? Yes. Is this romantic, I guess? It can Sounds be whatever romantic. you want it to be. I, I think, let's go with intimate. You know, you can, you can, so be romantic. Romantic. <laughs> you can be romantic or you can just, you can learn about each other, you know. Oh no, it's going to be romantic. Okay. okay. I guess. I, oh my God. This is so hard. I'm going to go with Darth Maul. Okay. Yeah. But like, I'm so sorry, Dexter Jester. I love so you. What's, so what particularly, is it the romance aspect that I just, really, I just want to get. Okay. I mean, let's be honest. I think Darth Maul is um, very cute. Um, additionally, he is just. I love him. I think he's one of my favorite characters. He's so his story is so interesting and just there's just so much to him. So I'm sure, you know, even if it wasn't like intimate, we could just talk for forever. No offense to Dexter Jester. I'm sure he's a great time, but I just I feel like I guess my connection with Maul in general is probably stronger mm-hmm. just because of how like lengthy and multifaceted his story is. Yeah, for sure. And yeah. I, I think also another facet of the Dexter Jetster part is if you're playing against him, he's got a lot of arms 
Oh, that don't get absolutely. Tired. You know, I didn't even think about. I wasn't yeah. even thinking. About, I was literally just thinking about spending time. But also, I feel like beer pong too. I think another factor for me was beer pong is not necessarily like an activity that you like can really have a full conversation with someone over. Mm-hmm. So I feel like I would be like he would be you know, obviously kicking my butt at beer pong and I would be like trying to hit the thing, but then I'd be like, Hey, so tell me about this. And then it would be like, you, he probably couldn't hear me cause we're so far away or something. Yeah. <laughs> You'd have to hope the like camaraderie of the game would inspire a friendship outside of the party. Setting. Exactly. I mean, and what if uh, he doesn't like me? Exactly. Exactly. Yeah. Okay. Well, I think, I think you've made a smart choice here. Thank you. All right. Next one is, would you rather partake in a pod race? Where Crimson Dawn has put a lot of money in your competitor. Oh my god. Or have to drive a bongo submarine through the planet core alone. Alone? Alone. Oh my god. See, here's the thing about this is I don't think I would be good at either. So I'm really trying to think about this. Mm. Oh my god. Alone? Alone. By yourself. I mean, you have the like navigational computer can i, I talk to people but... like can i like beam in and be like hey i just want you to know that i'm <laughs> being eaten right now <laughs> are you are you asking does facetime work underwater <laughs> no i mean like just like you know how all the ships are like you can just talk to anybody well not anybody but you know what i mean oh, you I can see, just I be see. like hey uh or just me like being like hey jar jar i just want to say before i go like i really you know love you or whatever i don't know um in the, in the spirit of the movie they don't talk to anyone. Okay. So, okay. Okay. There we um, go. Because that also is really scary because it's underwater. Okay. Question. This might be, I might be getting way too specific with this. Do I have those like fun little breathing apparatuses in the, in the thing? You know, I assumed that they're all equipped with those. Okay, great. So but then, actually, but oh. are they? Because Gungans drive them <sighs> and Gungans don't need them. <gasps> I guess I'm gonna go with pod racing then because I'm really okay. afraid of trying. <laughs> like that's what that my mind's immediately just going to. Like even if I'm not eaten, like what if I just like get stuck underwater or something and yeah. drown? Like that's not. Although I will say it breaks my heart because that is one of my favorite vehicles in mm-hmm. Star Wars. It's beautiful. Maybe you can do um, after you win your pod race, you can use the saving or the earnings to, um, you know, just go in a casual one through like the river in Theed. Yeah, with uh, Darth Maul. Exactly. That's part of your weekend getaway. <laughs> Perfect. <laughs> there we go. See, we're making a a, a universe, a, a canon of just these questions. I just love this. <laughs> All right. Now here's my last one for you. Okay. Uh, I'm I'm expecting I'm expecting some some problems here. Oh, I already. I think I already know what this is going to be. I know one of them for sure. I'm sure. <laughs> All right. Would you rather in universe? Sing a duet with Cy Snoodles there at Jabba's Palace. There it is. Okay. Or be hired by Lucasfilm to write the canonical backstory for Claude. Oh my! Oh my God! <laughs> oh, I'm like tearing. I'm like sweating. <laughs> I'm sweating. Um. Oh my God! You're that meme cartoon of the guy sweating with the two buttons. <laughs> Literally. Oh my God! I'm gonna make that later. Um, okay, I'm gonna go with, and this breaks my heart to say because I do want more than anything to sing with Sex Noodles, but I'm not a good singer, first of all. Second of all, I would say for Tori, who is, you know, who 
very much would like to work for Lucasfilm at some point. Um, it would be very cool to literally do anything, like write anything for them. So I'd probably go with write Claude's backstory. I mean, yeah. <laughs> Which is such an interesting thing because my mind immediately went to a movie, but I was like, there's no way that he just has a whole movie. <laughs> <laughs> Disney Plus. Like, I immediately, no, I immediately <laughs> pictured, like, you know how you have, like, how, like, Rogue One has, like, a Star Wars story, like, worked yeah. into the logo. Like, I envisioned, like, I immediately <laughs> was, like, clawed in big letters and, like, so. Oh, man, that'd be, that'd be amazing. I mean, Claude, if you're, li- if you're listening, story. Lucasfilm, I'm available. I will think it up for you. So, just to further explore this. What is your dream Claude project that you write? Would you would you write a book? Would you write a series? Would you write a movie? Oh my god! An animated, an animated uh, series, maybe a micro series. A micro series. I so I kind of feel like thinking about him and how just like goofy he is. I feel like he would be best served for probably something like a little animated something. Mm-hmm. Like I I guess now that I'm thinking about, I mean clearly I I know that it's just for Claude, but it would be cool to have like the forces of destiny cartoon but like i don't know weird aliens or something yeah yeah and like he just has his own little like short or maybe he pops them in other shorts too and is like hey how's it going guys or whatever he says but yeah. Uh, <laughs> but yeah i i think he would be best served in an animated format truly i mean as mm. much as i love that puppet though i mean like if they were like we're gonna build like if, if i said okay if i made a movie would you make a bunch of puppets? And they were like, yes, I would probably maybe try to do a movie. Mm-hmm. So Just that full access to the a bunch shop. of puppets exists. <laughs> yeah. That'd be, that'd be something. I think, you know, it's, it's a good pitch though. You know, you're going up to Kathy Kennedy and you're like, look, I'm, gonna, I'm trying to make this easy for you. Let's talk animation. Slams so down like a massive book on her <laughs> desk that I filled yeah. with his story. I'm like, listen, <laughs> Here it is. We, we will not be working on the fly here. We have we have the full the full story right here. Yeah, listen oh, here, Cat. Here, listen here, Kathleen. Oh my God, can you imagine? I mean, I don't know. Maybe the outrage would be less. I feel like the outrage from certain sections of the community, the fandom community, would be like. I mean, they're mad about like the Rock, right? Like, can you imagine? Yeah. If I was yeah. like, hey guys, I'm writing. <laughs> I'm writing a alien, a very odd alien movie. But also think of the pure power you wield. Unlimited <laughs> sheer, power. Sheer unlimited <laughs> yeah. Okay. I'm digging. I'm just for that purpose alone. I'm digging a movie. We got you I, as a writer. I, mean, I would totally do a movie. I just, I wonder if the world is ready for a movie. You know? Hear me out. Guillermo del Toro as the director. Oh, yeah. I love Guillermo del Toro. Absolutely. I, I've always wanted him to just have the full, like, just him to walk into Neil Scanlon's shop and be like, I'll, I'll take the lot. I'll take the lot. Yeah, <laughs> he would be great for, like, a, an alien century. Mm. Ah, that'd be so Doug good. Doug Jones playing uh, Claude. <laughs> it's got, I mean, it's got to be, be, right? It can't be, be anybody else. I mean, really. Amazing. Does anybody else exist? <laughs> Not that I know of. <laughs> <laughs> That's not true. There are lots of amazing alien actors, but he's definitely I he's like in every one of Guillermo del Toro's films. Yeah. Yeah. So. And like he's especially on my mind because I recently got into Star Trek Discovery and he plays 
like one of the like one of my new like all time favorite characters now. Oh really? And, I haven't yeah, watched it yet. I need to. Yeah. I know no, I would love he's, it. He's really great in it. So that's awesome. Yeah, that's, that's why Doug Jones rocks at the moment. Um, at the moment. <laughs> yeah, he will. He will never not rock though. Let's let's <laughs> that's true. Let's be real. Um, but yeah, you know, I think those hard questions. I think you you answered honestly to the you know. You, you uh, challenged I yourself. Did my best. This is very hard. It's gonna haunt yep. me that I did not choose beer pong with Dexter. Dexter. <laughs> It'll be uh, up at night. What a difficult moment for me. Well, I'm I'm glad we got to a place that I think all of your picks were were smart choices. So thank you. I agree. So yeah, we uh, we got there, and now 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 people know a little bit more about what makes you tick, and um, <laughs> I think. That is just about going to do it for today's episode. So thank you to all the listeners for giving us your time, giving us a, the past hour or so. And especially thank you, Tori, for stopping by and just having a, a great talk with you. Thank you. It was so fun. I had a great time. Yeah. We'll, we'll have to next time think of some more challenging would-you-rathers just to... I mean, Just they were pretty challenging, fun. but I'm yeah. game. That was very fun. So uh, how about go ahead and plug any brand or social or wherever anyone can support you. Uh, go ahead and let us know all those places. Yeah. Um, so you can find me, my personal um, accounts under The Mandatorian. It's a Mandalorian, but with a T instead of an L. Um, you can find my shop will be Creature Cartel or Creature Cartel Shop on all social media. Um, and that's uh, my ugh, my shop is on Etsy. Um, and that is a bunch of, as we kind of talked about before, uh, fandom-related jewelry pieces and accessories. And then you can check out my new show, The Mandatorian Creed, on Oct- the Octo Radio feed. And I'll have a new episode out um, this Monday. Uh, and it'll be another Star Wars Weekends episode. So we have a couple of those out already. Awesome. Fantastic. Um, yeah, if you want to keep up with the Imperial Senators, you can keep up with Claire at Seastribs on Twitter and also her uh, what she's up to on Kessel Run Transmissions on the YouTubes. Uh, you can follow Charlie at CMW Ashby on Twitter. You can check out his Patreon where he has his Batman return show. And also, I'm not sure if he's settled on a name, but he has the Ponder Vision show on YouTube, which covered WandaVision. I know he plans to keep covering Falcon and the Winter Soldier. I'm not sure if he's settled on a name yet, though. Um, but check check out Ponder Vision on YouTube as well. And you can also hear from me on, uh, or at Nequitius, N-A-Q-U-I-C-I-O-U-S on Twitter, and also the One and Done Film Club podcast, where me and some good old friends um, watch a movie, and or we debate a movie in a... Uh, <laughs> Or debate which movie to watch of a given franchise. and then It's we very fun. It. I just want to interject. It's very fun. I really enjoy that show. Thank anyway. you. Thank you. Yes, we, we do have, probably by the time this episode releases, our Marvel Cinematic Universe Phase 1 episode will be oh, out. Oh, wow. And, and that, that was a real blast. And um, a little, little sneak peek for the listeners now. Our next episode is John Wick. So we will be watching one of the John Wick movies. Um, but yeah, that is that. Um, so thank you once again, Tori, for thank you. being a part of the show. And uh, we hope to have you back 
in the future. And to all the listeners, once again, thank you for being a part of this. And remember, the Force will be with you always, not just on Tuesdays and Fridays, or before 5 p.m. when kids eat free. It'll always be with you. Take it easy. We'll catch you next time. Hey, everyone. I just want to take the time here at the end of the episode to uh, reiterate and reinforce the show's position as a platform fundamentally against hatred, bigotry, and racism, especially in light of the murders in Georgia this week and the continual harassment and uh, violence towards Asians, Asian Americans, and Pacific Islanders throughout the United States. Each member of Team ISP, from the hosts to everyone behind the scenes, uh, is totally committed to being a part of the solution to end these hate crimes and uh, ones like them that just pollute our society and just ruin lives. Uh, We're really lucky to be friends and collaborators with people who agree and you know we're lucky to have listeners that stand by this message as well so you know please just involve yourselves as much as you can and do what you can to support the voices expressing pain whether that's you know through donations or even you know just further educating yourselves and others uh, around you on these topics Uh, we're trying to share as many threads links uh, resources as many as we can see um, through the show's Twitter account. So we hope uh, you can use that as a jumping off point to support initiatives that you want. So to all our AAPI friends, we support you and stand with you. Please you know, feel comfortable to reach out to us if you think there's something extra we can help accomplish. And you know, then just also to everyone who's experienced the, the ugliness of racism, we, we stand with you as well. You know, stand now and and forever um so thanks again for listening to the episode and taking the extra time here to um listen to this bit as well and you know most most importantly in these you know frankly scary times uh please do all you can to to take care of others and yourselves and um we'll catch you next time thanks Thank you for listening to the Imperial Senate Podcast. If you would like to hear more from the Senators, please visit our website at imperialsenatepodcast.com. There you will find links to our Twitter, Facebook, and Instagram, as well as our Discord server, Twitch, and YouTube channels. You can also email us at imperialsenatepodcast at gmail.com. And please consider leaving a review on your podcatcher of choice. Thanks, and may the Force be with you. has dissolved the council.